1450 WHTC and WHTC.com. High School Football on WHTC is presented to you in part by OK Tire Stores, Sales Heating and Cooling, Glenda's Lakewood Flowers, and Central Park Law. Gridiron Action is also presented by Holland Aquatic Center, Van Weeren Hardware, Goog's Pub and Grub, and Russ's Restaurants. Gear up for high school football action right here on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC and WHTC.com. And a pleasant good set uh, Friday evening to you from Zeeland Stadium. Welcome to High School Football 2023 on 99.7. 1450 WHTC, WHTC.com, and the WHTC app. The drive to Ford Field begins tonight. First round action in the end, in the Michigan High School Athletic Association football playoffs. And we've got a crosstown matchup as the Chicks of Zeeland East take on the Ducks of Zeeland West. My name is Greg Chandler. I'll be calling the action for you tonight. This is Bird Bowl 2 of this 2023 season. These teams met back in week number 5. The Ducks won that ball game by a score of 36 to 13. Um, since that since that ball game, fortunes for these two programs have taken opposite directions. Uh, Zeeland West has actually dropped its last three in a row, while Zeeland East is coming in with some momentum, coming off a a stunning upset win last week in overtime against Muskegon Mona Shores by a score of 21 to 20. This is the sixth time that the Ducks and Chicks have played each other in the playoffs and it's it's been it's been a very interesting rivalry. Um, West has won four of the five previous playoff matches um, and in fact in three of those instances those wins came after East had beaten West in the regular season matchup. But uh, the last couple times, the, the teams that, that won the regular season matchup also won the postseason. And that, um, that's the first, this is the first time the two teams have met in the playoffs since 2019 when West won the playoff game by a score of 38-7. to well, we had some sunshine a little bit ago here at Zeeland Stadium, but it, it has clouded up. We do have a threat of rain tonight. Hopefully this rain will stay away. I mean, it's, it's, it's affected our, uh, the, our games the last several weeks, and hopefully we can keep the rain away and uh, have, a, have a solid ball game between these two neighboring rivals. Again, uh, the winner of this ball game will go on to play in the, in the district final next week, and they will, they will play the winner of the game between East Grand Rapids and Coopersville. We'll try and keep you posted on as many of these uh, first-round games as possible tonight. Uh, of course, we've got a number of other area teams also competing in playoff action tonight. West Ottawa is up in Rockford tonight for a Division I pre-district contest. Uh, Saugatuck is hosting Saranac in a Division Eight contest, and we'll keep you posted on those contests as the evening unfolds. We're going to take a break and come back to preview tonight's contest. We'll talk about these two teams, their respective seasons, and a little bit of history of this rivalry. You're listening to High School Football on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC, WHTC.com, and the WHTC app. And 
And welcome back to Zealand Stadium. Greg Chandler with you, and we're just about oh, about 15 minutes or so away from kickoff of this pre-district Division Three contest between the Chicks of Zealand East and the Ducks of Zealand West. Now, these teams met back in week number five here at Zealand Stadium. At the time, both teams were undefeated. Um, both teams 4-0 uh, heading into the contest. Um, in the, on this night, though, the uh, the Ducks took advantage of some of some defensive stops. Uh, a couple of occasions early in the ball game, the, the Ducks held the Chicks on fourth down inside their own 40-yard line, and they gave themselves short field a couple of times, and the, and the Ducks were able to convert those opportunities into touchdowns. The Ducks opened the scoring with a seven-yard touchdown run on a bootleg by, by quarterback Trenton Bullhouse. They got the two-point conversion and were out in front eight to nothing. Then later on in the uh, second quarter, Rolando Roblin scored on an eight-yard run, and that made it 14-0 in favor of the green and gold. The Chicks came back, got a 16-yard TD run by Tyler Loeb, their leading rusher, and that cut the lead to 14-6 late in the first half. But then right before halftime, um, a 20-yard touchdown pass from Bullhouse to Isaac Vanderswag gave the Ducks a 22-6 halftime lead. Then the Ducks took the opening kickoff in the second half and put together a methodical drive that consumed more than nine minutes of the clock, and it was capped off by an Isaac Vanderswag two-yard touchdown run with a two-point conversion that extended the lead to 30-6. to uh, The Ducks added an insurance touchdown in the fourth quarter on a 70-yard pass play from Bullhouse to Trey Slotok, and then they got the two-point conversion there to make it 36-6. 30, 30, East got a late score on an Eli Walcott five-yard touchdown run, and that made the final Ducks 36, Chicks 13. And uh, at the time, West went to 5-0 on the season, East 4-1, um, Rolando Roblin had a big game in that contest with 155 yards in 13 carries, including a big 40-yard run on a fourth down play that helped set up Bullhouse's first touchdown pass to uh, Vanderswag. <laughs> Meanwhile, East had 197 rushing yards, but they came up empty on fourth down opportunities on four of their five fourth down conversions. So that was a key part of that victory. It was a costly victory, though, for the Ducks as they lost their leading rusher and probably um, their one of their top defensive players as well in Parker Holman. Uh, Parker was having a sensational season for the Ducks. Uh, he went out with a knee injury in that ball game, and um, he has not played since. He is in street clothes tonight. He will not play again the rest of this season. That And that, that was a big blow for the Ducks. Looking down on the sideline, I mentioned Isaac Vanderswag had a couple of touchdowns in that ball game, and Vanderswag is also in street clothes, so he is also injured and will not play tonight. So the of the three starting running backs that John Shilato had at the beginning of the year, two of them will not play tonight because of injury in 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 Parker Holman and Isaac Vanderswag. But uh, as is usual, uh, Coach John Shilato has a very deep roster of running backs. We'll probably see five or six different backs get an opportunity to handle the football. Uh, the featured back in, uh, will obviously be Rolando Roblin, the speedy senior. And uh, Roblin is a threat to go all the way at any given time. And then you look at Zeeland East. Um, well, first of all, let's, let's talk about what, what has happened with Zeeland West. After, after West beat East, they picked up another victory later, but since then, they have dropped three consecutive games. Now, in the first six games, the Chicks scored 300, um, scored 292 points and held their opponents to 50. And um, 
They had wins over Stevensville Lakeshore, a team that made the playoffs 56-8. They beat Cedar Springs 36-7, Wyoming 54-8. Union 42-7, Zeeland East 36-13, Hudson and, and Holland 68-7. But then, in a game that we did on WHTC in Week 7, the Muskegon Big Reds snapped the Ducks' winning streak with a 22-16 victory and played in a heavy rain here at Zeeland Stadium. And then in the last two weeks, the Ducks lost to Mona Shores 14-6. And then last week was knocked off by Reese Puffer by a score of 14-12. Now, uh, so West enters this playoff with a 6-3 record. And worth noting, the last time the Ducks lost three straight games was back in 2008, which was the only year that um, the Ducks have had a losing record. They went 3-6 and six that year. That is the only time that the Ducks have had a losing record. But they had a four-game losing streak to start that 2008 season. Obviously, the Ducks want to prevent a fourth consecutive loss and a season-ending loss tonight. Uh, we'll take a break and talk about the chicks coming up next as we roll on with our pregame show. You're listening to High School Football on 99.7 and 1450. WHTC, WHTC.com, and the WHTC app. And welcome back to Zealand Stadium as the Zealandese Chicks take to the field. Um, they are the visiting team in this game tonight, so they'll be wearing the white jerseys tonight. The uh, the Ducks are still in the locker room. The, the Chicks come into the game with a record of 6-3, and three, just like their, their neighboring school, West. And um, like West, they, they started with a 4-0 record. They beat... Williamston coming from behind to win, to win in their opener, 35-28. They then followed up with wins over Flushing, Grand Rapids Union, and Wyoming, and in the process averaged 51 points a game in those four wins. Then they had the loss in Week 5 to the Ducks, 36-13. They followed with a loss, a blowout loss to Muskegon, 49-13. They bounced back with a win against Holland, 43-18. Lost to Reese Puffer, 35-21. And you, now you hear the Zeeland West fans coming to their feet as the Ducks take to the field. Last week, uh, the, the Chicks came up with a huge victory, knocking off Muskegon Mona Shores here at Zeeland Stadium, 21 to 20. The Chicks took an early lead on a touchdown pass from Austin Kerr to Ethan Rosenberg. They had a seven nothing lead. They then extended the lead um, in the second quarter on a five yard touchdown run by Tyler Loeb. It was 14 to nothing. Mona Shores came back though. And late in the ball game, the Sailors put together a 98-yard drive and scored with just over a minute to play and tied the game at 14. And it, the game went to overtime. Um, Zeeland East got the ball first, and Tyler Loeb scored a touchdown, and the Chicks kicked, uh, Dylan Kilalea kicked the extra point to make it a 21-14 lead. And then Mona Shores came back, and on fourth down, they scored a touchdown. The Sailors elected to go for two. The Chicks stopped the Sailors on the two-point conversion and were able to hang on for the victory. So uh, the Chicks were playing with a little bit of momentum as they come into tonight's ballgame. They come in with a record of six wins and three losses. And they are in the direction of head coach Joe Woodruff. They have a veteran quarterback in Austin Kerr, who's a dual-threat quarterback. He has run for close to 700 yards this year, and he's thrown for about 800 more, 12 touchdowns, and he's only thrown one interception on the course of the season so um the chicks definitely a threat um offensively 
in a number of different areas. We are going to take a break and come back with the start with the opening kickoff of tonight's game. You're listening to High School Football on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC, WHTC.com, and the WHTC app. Welcome back to Zealand State. We just had the coin toss. The Ducks won the, the toss. They've elected to defer their choice to the second half. The Ducks are the home team tonight. They are rocking the green jerseys tonight with white numerals, white stripes on the sleeves, white pants, green helmets. The, the chicks are in the white jerseys with brown numerals, gold pants, gold helmets with the brown uh, stripe right down the center. This is the sixth time these two schools have met in the state playoffs. In 2012, East won the regular season game in overtime, 60-52, but when they met in the playoffs, Westcott Revenge winning 46-0. In 2013, East won the regular season matchup 50-44. The Ducks won the playoff game 44-13 and went all the way to the Division III championship. In 2017, East won on the final game of the regular season, 28-8. West won the following week in the playoffs, 42-27. In 2018, East swept both the playoff and the regular season game. And in 2019, West won 34-14 in the regular season and the playoff, 38-7. Lucas Smith ready to kick off for the Ducks. We are underway in this pre-district contest. And the kick will sail over the head of Noah DeWitt out the back of the end zone. So the Chicks will, op will operate from their own 20-yard line. Austin Kerr, the quarterback, the senior, 54 of 93 passing, 796 yards, 12 touchdowns, only one pick this season. He's also rushed for 667 yards and 12 touchdowns on the ground. The featured running back is Tyler Loeb, who's rushed for close to 700 yards and 12 touchdowns, but we'll also see Brady White and Eli Walcott in the backfield as well. Uh, the wide receivers are Noah DeWitt, Ethan Rosenberg, he's a good one, Will Stahauer, and Tegan Slank. And they come out in the, the pistol eye formation. There's one back behind Kerr, and now, now they shift with an H back to the left side. They give it on the handoff. Brady White gets the first carry. He tries to get to the outside, and he is spun down at the 22-yard line. Trey Slonhot came up from the defensive back position to make the stop. Up front for the Ducks, or the Chicks, rather. It's Parker Williams, Colton Gordillo. The center is Quincy Tomei, Garrett Whedon, and Keaton Drager. Gain of close to three on that opening run by Brady White. Second down and seven chicks as they work from their own 23-yard line. Single receiver, actually two receivers to the left, an H-back to the right. They give it up the middle to, uh, I believe that's White. Check that, that, that's Tyler Loeb with his first carry. He's over the 25. Actually, they will give him right to the 25, so a gain of a couple. Third down and five. And Joe Woodruff wants to get a first down on third down. Remember in the last meeting, they struggled on fourth down and twice were stopped inside their own 40-yard line on fourth down. Single receivers on either side on third and five from the Chicks 25. Kerr in the gun. Awaits the shotgun sent from Tomey. He gets it. Gives it to Loeb. Loeb goes right, cuts left, and he's out to about the 28. Brody Moss made the tackle for the Ducks. 
but it's going to be short of a first down. And once again, decision time for Joe Woodruff, fourth down and two. And I see no move to put the, put the punt team out there. It looks like they will go for it. They were one out of five on fourth down. On the season, though, they are 50%. 13 out of 26 are the chicks. Two receivers on the right. Kerr in the gun. Awaits the shotgun snap. Trying to get the Ducks to jump. Four men across the front for the green and gold. Now Kerr backs up as if he, he's going to punt the ball. And he will take it. And he, he gets the kick away. Nobody back deep. It hits at the 45-yard line. and actually takes a west roll and is down at the 48-yard line. And Quincy Tomey was the one to touch it down. So West will come out on offense to start their first possession. They will scrimmage from their own 48-yard line. So three and out on the opening drive. Trenton Bohaus, the senior, is the cornerback. Rolando Roblin is the feature back. And let's see who else opens with, with Roblin in the backfield. I believe we'll, we'll see Keaton Hendricks operate out of the fullback position and Trey Slotok at running back. But we'll see a bunch of other guys as well. They'll, they run the straight T formation, that wing T offense. And here's a give up the middle and into Chick's territory. And they unpile, and that was, uh, that was Keaton Hendricks on the carry. And Keaton into East territory. He picks up four. Second down and six. The tight ends for the, for the Ducks are Brody Smyers and Jay Swart. We'll also see Orion Yant in the ballgame as well. The interior line, Matthias Buter. Marshall Johnson, the center, is, is Nathan Brower. And then Wyatt Borson and Alex Magruder. Second and six ducks from the Chicks 48. Here's the give off the right side. I believe that's Roland, and he is swallowed up by the East defense. Check that. That was Slothock, number two. And Slothock is dropped after a one-yard gain to the 47. So the Ducks with an early third down situation, third and five. Bohaus gets the play from Coach John Shilato, jogs back to the huddle. We've played a little more than three minutes so far. No score yet. Ducks won the first meeting, 36-13 back in week five. Straight T formation, Bohaus steps in behind Brower. Five men across the front for the Chicks. They give it to Roblin up the middle, and he got a couple and nothing more. And uh, was there a fumble? Roblin was met by the middle of that Chicks defensive front at the 45-yard line, and it's going to be fourth down and three. And uh, the Ducks will go for it. Bullhouse gets the gets the play from Shil from Coach Shilato. Let's see what, what, the, what the Ducks style up here on fourth down. Straight T formation, two tight ends and a balanced line. Five men across the front for the Chicks. Bowhouse. Bowhouse. Hands it off on a sweep to Roblin. Roblin 45. Roblin cuts back at the 40. He's got the first down to the 35-yard line before Tyler Loeb made the tackle. Roblin used his speed to get outside that time, and he picks up... 11 and a first down, so the uh, Ducks keep the drive going. Now, Roblin, probably the fastest player on either team in this game, although Tyler Loeb is pretty fast as well. First and 10 Ducks from the East 34-yard line. Straight T formation. Bullhouse turns toward the, the far sideline. Now steps in behind his center. 
They give it up the middle to, to Hendricks. Keaton Hendricks to about the 32, maybe the 31 yard line. And they, as they unpile, Keaton Drager on the stop that time for the Chicks, pickup of three. Second down and seven. The leader of this East defense is Gabe Amid. He's a senior. He's had 70, 84 tackles this season, including five tackles for loss. Second and seven ducks from the East 31-yard line. Bullhouse under center. He's got a full house backfield. They give it off to Slodock and Trey with running room. Lowock spins away from a tackler. He is inside the five down to the four-yard line. Slodock found a hole on the right side and they made a spin move on an East defender and he picks up 26 yards. Actually, we'll give it 27 down to the four-yard line. So the Ducks looking to strike first in this one and they are in the red zone at the Chicks four-yard line. Bullhouse brings them up to the line. Two tight ends and a balanced line. Three backs across the, uh, across the back. They give it to Brody Moss off the right side, and he gets hit at the line of scrimmage. Good effort that time by the Chicks defense. Ethan Rosenberg was in there. No gain on, on Moss's first carry. Second down and goal from the four-yard line. The Ducks started this drive at their 48-yard line. This is the eighth play of the drive. 5.45 to go, opening quarter. The Ducks looking to draw first blood. Up to the line. Slonhock, Hendricks, and Roble in the backfield behind, behind Trenton Bowlhouse. Trenton's got it, gives it to Roblin. Roblin off the left side. He's into the end zone. Touchdown, Zeeland West. Rolando Roblin running behind Matthias Buter and Marshall Johnson takes it in from four yards out for the score. And the Ducks have an early six to nothing lead. And the Ducks obviously will go for two to try to make it an early eight nothing lead. Of course they will often throw on these two point conversions. Bullhouse is under center. Bullhouse. Bullhouse rolls left, throws, got a man, and is caught by Slodock in the end zone. Play action fake that time. He faked the give to Roblin and then threw left and a nice grab by Trey Slodock for the two-point conversion. So with 5.24 to go in the first quarter here at Zeeland Stadium, it is Zeeland West 8, Zeeland East nothing. The broadcast of tonight's game is a copyrighted presentation of the Michigan High School Athletic Association and the Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. No reproduction, retransmission, or other use of the descriptions or accounts of this game may take place without the express written consent of the MHSAA and the Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. 52 yards, 8 plays that drive for the Ducks, capped off by the Rolando Roblin 4-yard touchdown run and then followed up by the two-point conversion pass from Trenton Bullhouse to Trey Slotok. Lucas Smith tees up the ball at the 40-yard line. Loeb is back deep along with Noah DeWitt for the Chicks. Here's the run up by Smith. The kick is away, and uh, 
DeWitt will take it at the one. He had, he had to back up into the end zone, and now they do rule it a touchback. They rule that the uh, force of the kick drove DeWitt back into the end zone, so the Chicks will start from their own 20 for their second consecutive possession. They went three and out on their opening drive. Now the winner of this game will play the winner of the East Grand Rapids-Coopersville game in the district final next week. They'll go trips right on first down and empty backfield for, for Kerr. Man in motion is, is Loeb and now we get a flag as they, want, they wanted to run a jet sweep with Loeb but this is going to be, I believe, an illegal procedure call against the Chicks. False start is the penalty. So that'll back the Chicks up five. First and 15 from the 15 yard line. Well, we got a good crowd on hand as you you would usually expect for the for this for this rivalry. We got fans lined up along the fence outside the uh, outside the stands. Kerr gets the snap. He's going to run keep it himself around left and he breaks one tackle and he's over the 20 out to about the 22 yard line. Slodot came up from the secondary to make the tackle on Austin Kerr. Pickup of 7 for Kerr. Second down and eight as, as East scrimmage from its own 22-yard line. Eight-nothing West with the lead. Under five minutes to go here in the first quarter. Also West Ottawa at Rockford tonight. Saugatuck hosting Saranac. We'll keep you posted on those other games as well. Single receivers on either side. Kerr has Loeb on his right hip. Kerr rolls out to his right to throw. They try to set up a screen. He's hit as he throws, and he overthrows his receiver. Brody Smyers put pressure that time on Kerr, and, and Kerr overthrew Will Stahauer up around the 40-yard line. So it's going to be third and eight for the Chicks from their own 22. Kerr gets the play from Coach Woodruff and jogs back to the huddle. Joe Woodruff came over from, from White Lake Lakeland on the east side of the state after Derek Pennington left to go, to go take over the program at Caledonia. Single receivers on either side. Two H-backs on the left side. Kerr in the gun. Kerr's got it. Hands it off to Tyler Loeb. Loeb off the left side. Tries to fight through a tackle, and he's going to be wrapped up at around the 25-yard line. Brody Moss was there. And Smyers was there as well. And once again, it's a three and out situation for the, for the Chicks. Kerr in punt formation at his 12-yard line. Trey Slothock back and around his 45 to await the punt. Here's the snap, the left foot, a kick by Kerr, and Kerr, the punt, fair catch signal for by, by Slothock, and he, he drops to a knee and makes the grab in East Territory at the 49-yard line. 3.50 remaining here in the opening quarter. West with an 8-0 lead, and they've got the ball back. 
So back-to-back three and outs to start the ball game for a Chicks offense that came in averaging 232 yards a game on the ground and 322 yards of total offense. Trenton Bullhouse brings the Ducks up to the line. It's a straight T formation, three backs straight across. Five men across the front. One of the linemen is flexed a little bit. The give is to Rolando Roblin, and he's to about the 47. Asher Rymick on the stop, the senior linebacker, number nine. Rymick's been one of the leading tacklers on this team this year with 41 stops. Pickup of a couple for Roblin. Second and eight ducks as they scrimmage from the East 47. Nathan Brower out over the football. Bullhouse steps in behind him. Straight T formation. Bullhouse has got it. And he's going to run a bootleg around left end. He cuts it up. And he's to the 45 down to the 42-yard line. Bullhouse saw he was going to be contained by Will Stahauer, the outstanding linebacker for the Chicks. He cut it up field, and he ends up picking up about close to six on the play. It's going to be third and a long two from the 41-yard line of the Chicks. 2.45 clock running here in this first quarter. Bohaus looks over the East defense, five men across the front. Bohaus has got it, hands it off to Slodok off the right side. Slodok with running, look out, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, and he is dropped just short of the goal line. Tyler Lopes saved a touchdown. Trey Slohock went right following the blocks of Wyatt Borson and Alex Magruder then cut back to his left and found daylight and he almost took it to the house. A 40-yard run by Slodock. That's his second big run of this quarter already. First and goal to go Ducks from the east one yard line. Straight T formation. Bowhouse under center. Bowhouse hands it off to Roblin and he is in. Touchdown Zeeland West. Rolando Roblin on a one yard plunge over the left side. And the Ducks are two for two. Two possessions, two touchdowns. They've got a 14 to nothing lead with the two point conversion upcoming. Ducks will go for two. So on both possessions, Trey Slodhock with big runs, a 27-yard run on the first drive and a 40-yard run on the second. Here we go with the two-point conversion. Bullhouse under center. Bullhouse gives it off on the right side to Brandon Holman, the younger brother of Parker Holman. He has stopped a yard short of the end zone on the sweep. So the, the Ducks come up empty on the two-point conversion. But with 1.56 to go here in the first quarter at Zeeland Stadium, it is the Ducks of Zeeland West 14 and the Chicks of Zeeland East nothing. Everyone in sports is in, a, in search of the elusive perfect game, making every shot, completing every pass, striking everyone out, getting each call right. That's right. 
Game officials enjoy the competition and seek perfection just like the players do. If you still have that competitive streak and want to help kids by giving back, maybe becoming a high school official is for you. To register, log on to MHSAA.com. That's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics and the Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. No, no score yet reported between East Grand Rapids and Coopersville. No score yet between West Ottawa and Rockford. Here's the kick by, by Smith. It's a short kick, and it will go out of bounds along the far sideline. And that's going to give East the football at their own 35-yard line with 1.56 to go. Granville has a 7-0 lead over Hudsonville. West Catholic leading Comstock Park 14-0. Byron Center and Portage Central tied at 7. Well, how about this score? Reese Puffer leading Mona Shores 7-2. That one is in the first quarter. The Chicks will have it at their 35. They've gone three and out on their first two possessions. And uh, the Chicks need to find some offense because they're down by two scores here. Two receivers split on the left side. Kerr in the gun. I believe that's Eli Walcott in the ball game at running back. Check that, that's Loeb, and now we get a whistle. And we, we're going to get a false start penalty against, against East. So once again, the uh, East starts a drive off with an illegal procedure penalty. So that puts them behind the sticks again. First and 15 from their 30-yard line. Well, Kerr on the season is throwing 93 passes. Do some quick math. That works out to just a little over 10 pass attempts a game. So they're not used to throwing the football a lot. Two receivers on the right-hand side. Kerr in the gun with Loeb to his right. Kerr's got it. Back to throw. With time. Throws down the middle. And Diving Graham not able to come up with it. That was intended for Ethan Rosenberg, who's been the Chicks' best receiver this season with 27 catches, but not able to come up with it, making a diving grab at midfield. Second down and 15 for the Chicks from their own 30-yard line. In case you just joined us, the Ducks have scored on each of their first two possessions. Rolando Roblin, a four-yard touchdown run and a one-yard touchdown run. Two receivers on the right side. H back on the left, Kerr in the gun, Loeb to his right. Kerr gets the shotgun snap. They try to run a bubble screen, and Noah DeWitt makes the grab, but he has to go down to his knees to make the grab right at the line of scrimmage, so no gain on the play. They tried to set a bubble screen up, but the pass underthrown, and DeWitt had to go down to his knees to make the grab, so a completion, but no gain. Third and 15 chicks from their 30. Clock at 119, the clock rolling. DeWitt and Rosenberg are split wide to the left. Kerr in the gun. He's got Loeb to his left. Four-man front for the Ducks. Looks like the Ducks might be showing blitz on the outside. Now Orion Yant pulls back. Back to throw is Kerr. Kerr throws. Got a man. It is caught by Loeb. Loeb makes slips. Is able to regain his feet and works his way up to the 38-yard line. But that is going to be well short of a first down. Fourth down and seven, and uh, Joe Woodruff's going to send the punt team out. Yeah. 
Just got an update from Rockford. Uh, Rockford has just scored. The Rams have a 7-0 lead over West Ottawa. Thanks to Jane George for that update in Rockford at Carlson Munger Stadium. Current punt formation stands at about his 27-yard line. And the Ducks are not convinced this is going to be a punt. Kerr hangs it up there. And it hits at the 35 and tumbles toward the sideline. And it will come to rest at the 29 of the Ducks. So once again, the East defense, not East offense, not able to get anything going. They have yet to pick up a first down in this game. And West will have the football with 12 seconds to go in the opening quarter, leading at 14 to nothing. So everything so far has been going the way of the Ducks. Trenton Bowhouse comes out to lead the offense. They've had drives of 52 yards on eight plays and 49 yards on four plays on their two possessions. Straight T formation. Bowhouse steps in behind Brower. One of the chicks linemen move. They get back, and now we get a flag. The Ducks, the Ducks offense claps their hands. It's going to be a five-yard penalty against the, against the Chicks. That's the third penalty of this quarter against the... Uh, against the Chicks. So it'll be first and five for West from its 34-yard line. Mohouse brings the play in from the sideline. Brower comes out over the football. Once again, straight T formation. They've gone entirely, entirely with the, the traditional T formation offense in this quarter. Here's the give to Slodok off the right side, and Slodok plows ahead over the 40, out to about the 42, maybe the 43. I think they'll give him to the 43, it looks like. And time... Pickup of nine for Slodok, and time will run out here in the first quarter. It is Zeeland West, 14, Zeeland East, nothing. You're listening to High School Football on 99.7 and 1450. WHTC, WHTC.com, and the WHTC app. Handoff given to, I believe that's Slodok, and Slodok was hit in the backfield. Asher Rymick was, was in the backfield that time. Loss of a couple on the play, back to the 41-yard line. 14-0 West with the lead over East. Second down and 12 for the Ducks from their own 41-yard lane. This is their third possession. They've scored on each of their previous two drives. They come out in the straight T formation. Two tight ends in the balance line. Five men across the front for the Chicks. Bowhouse under center. They give it on the die play up the middle to Keaton Hendricks, and Keaton is about to about the 45-yard line. And... Gabe Amid, the leading tackler for the for the Chicks, in on that last stop. Hiccup of four for Hendricks. Third and eight. 
The ball marked at the 45-yard line. The first down marker is at the East 47-yard line. West Ottawa's come back quickly after Rockford scored a touchdown. Caden Forbes broke off a 70-yard run for a score, but they missed the extra points, so the Panthers trailing Rockford 7-6 late first quarter. Here's Bolhaus rolling out to throw. He's got a man. It's caught by Slodok. Slodok in East Territory is down to about the 34-yard line. Beautiful play action fake that time by Trenton Bolhaus and, and Slodok slipped out of the backfield to make the grab. It's a gain of 20. First down for the, for the Ducks. They have it at the East 35-yard line. Well, in that first meeting, Bolhaus threw only two passes, but they both went for touchdowns. One to Slodok for 70, the other to Isaac Vanderswalk for 20. Brody Moss has checked into the backfield for the Ducks. First and 10 west from the East 35. Bolhouse hands it off on the power sweep to Rolando Roblin. Roblin makes one man miss, but he's going to be wrapped up at the 34-yard line. Good pursuit that time. Brady White and Garrett Wheaton chase down Roblin that time. Limit him to a gain of... Actually, that... They only gave him about a, about a half-yard gain on that play. We'll, we'll, we'll call it a one-yard pickup. Second down and nine. Ball marked just past the 35. We'll call it the 34. Clock running, 9.30 to go in a fast-moving first half. Ducks in no hurry to get up to the line of scrimmage. Brower over the ball. Bullhouse steps in behind him. Five men across the front for the Chicks. The give on the die play up the middle to Keaton Hendricks, and Keaton is spun down at around the 32, maybe the 31. Derek Baxter was in on that last tackle for the Chicks. Pickup of three for Hendricks. Third down six. The ball resting comfortably at the East 31-yard line. West trying to add to a 14 to nothing lead. Bullhouse looks over the East defense. Looks like the Chicks are showing blitz here. They give it off to Slodok over the right side and Trey got down to about the 26 before Tyler Loeb took his legs out from underneath him. That's gonna come up about a yard short of the first down. Fourth and a yard from the 26. Unofficially, Slodok with 80 rushing yards in this first half on six carries. He's had two big runs in this game, one of 40 and one of 27. Third, fourth and a yard. Roblin, Hendricks, and Slodok the backfield behind Trenton Bolhouse. And they run a quarterback sneak, and Bolhouse has got the first down, and they are just moving the pile inside the 20. It just looked like a rugby scrum there. Trenton Bolhaus simply followed his center, Nathan Brower, and he picks up seven and a first down. So the Ducks are in the red zone again. They have it at the East 19, first and 10. And we've already played four and a half minutes here in this second quarter, and uh, East has not had the ball yet in this period. Bolhaus brings him up. 
East with six men across the front line, trying to find a way to get a stop. They give it off to Slodock, and Trey gets knocked down at the 18-yard line. Parker Williams was there. So was Gabe Amid. And Keaton Davis, oh, Peyton Davis, rather, in on that last stop as well. Second down and nine at the 18-yard line of the Chicks. Ninth play of the drive that started at their own 29-yard line. Full house backfield. Full house crouches. Toss sweep left. This is Slodock. Slodock cuts it up. Slodock down to the 10. Slodock on his feet, and he's down to the 7-yard line. So another strong run by Trey Slodock, and he's had a great start to this ball game. A pickup of 11. Actually, we'll call it a gain of 12 on that play. First and goal to go Ducks from the East 7-yard line. Bolhouse gets the play from the sideline. And again, West just strolling up to the line. They are just taking their time, and they can afford to do so. Here's Bolhouse under center. Bolhouse gives it to Rolando Rowland off the left side. He gets to the five and gets wrestled back by a bevy of, of chicks. And um, Asher Rymick led the charge that time. Gain of a couple for Roblin. Second down and goal to go at the five-yard line of the Chicks. Slodock checks into the backfield for the, for the Ducks. He'll replace Brody Moss. Bullhouse brings the play in from the sideline. Clock running, 5.15 to go here. Uh, a, another one of those methodical drives that the Ducks are known for. Bullhouse under center. He's got it. Gives it off to Slodock off the right side, and he gets down to the three, maybe the two. Stayhauer on the on the stop for the chicks. They'll mark it. They'll mark it at the three. Third down and goal from the three. Bowhouse gets the play from the sideline. They head up to the line of scrimmage. Chicks with five men across the front line. Three linebackers up close. Bullhouse hands it off to Slodock off the right side. He plows ahead. Did he get in? They're going to mark him just short of the goal line. It's going to be about a fourth and a foot. They the, the ball is marked. We'll call it fourth and a half yard for a touchdown. And. Uh, We'll see what the we'll see what they call here. I wouldn't be surprised if they just run a quarterback sneak. Bullhouse has already picked up a fourth uh, first down on a fourth down situation on this drive, and now we're going to get a timeout taken by the Ducks. Uh, John Shillito wants to make sure they get that play correct. Three forty-seven to go here in the second quarter, and again, East has not had the ball in this quarter, so they the the, the 
the Ducks have had it for over eight minutes in this quarter, plus the final minute or so of the um, of the first quarter. So close to a nine-minute drive, and we saw we saw them earlier in the, in the first meeting put together a nine-minute, eleven-second drive to open the second half that that resulted in a touchdown that kind of was the kind of sealed the ball game that made it thirty to six at that point. So fourth down, goal to go at the at the half yard line of the Chicks. Back to the huddle are the Chicks, or rather the Ducks, rather. They come up to the line of scrimmage. Bullhouse under center. The Chicks trying to jam the line, trying to get a goal line stand, trying to get something to switch the momentum of this game. Bullhouse runs a quarterback sneak, and he is in. Touchdown, Zeeland West. Trenton Bullhouse on the quarterback sneak from a yard out. Caps off an eight-and-a-half-minute drive, and the and the Ducks extend their lead to 20 to nothing. Two-point conversion upcoming. Thirteen plays, seventy-one yards. Unofficially, that drive for the Ducks. They'll go for two. They're one for two on two-point tries tonight. Bowhouse under center. Bowhouse is going to roll right to throw. Bowhouse throws into the corner. It is incomplete. In and out of the hands of Rolando Roblin. He he was trying to stay in bounds along the near sideline. Could not hang on to the football. So with 3.44 left in the first half here at Zeeland Stadium, it is the Ducks of Zeeland West 20 and the Chicks of Zeeland East nothing. We've always said that sportsmanship is the golden rule in action, but why should it stop when the game is over? Now more than ever, we need to respect each other and treat each other with common decency, not only between the lines, but outside the lines in our daily lives. In sports and in life, nothing beats good sportsmanship. That's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics and the Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. Rockford has scored early second quarter. The Rams extend their lead over the West Ottawa Panthers. It's Rockford 14, West Ottawa 6, just under 11 to play in the first half. Lucas Smith gets ready to tee it up for West. And this is going to be an angle kick. Fair catch, signal for him, look out. Oh, boy, we're going to get flags everywhere. Fair catch was signaled by Jacob Vera at the 42-yard at the line, and he got absolutely blown up by a Ducks recover guy. That's going to be an interference with a fair catch penalty. This might be the easiest call of the night for the officials. Vera got absolutely lit up that time. And John Shilato having a word with one of the officials about that. So the chicks are the chicks are going to get the football in West territory after the 15-yard penalty. Now East does not have a first down in this ball game. They've had three straight three and outs, but they'll scrimmage in good field position at their own 46. 
Here come the chicks to the line. Quincy Tomey is the center. Austin Kerr is in the gun. He's got Tyler Loeb to his right. Two receivers on the right side, one on the left. The H-back is the H-back is Asher Rymick. Kerr's got the shotgun snap. Rolls out to his right to throw. The left-hander throws it deep. Got a man out there, and he overthrew him. It was intended for Rosenberg down around the 15-yard line. And Trenton Bowhouse had the coverage on that play. Kerr, 2 of 5 so far for 8 yards so far in this contest. Clock stopped at 3.37 left in the first half, 20 to nothing west. Second and 10 chicks from the, from the Ducks' 46-yard line. Saugatuck out to a 21-0 lead over Saranac. That's in the second quarter. That game airing on our sister station, 92-7 the van with Eric Van Swole on the play-by-play. Two receivers on the right, one on the left. Ethan Rosenberg is in the slot on the right side. Kerr awaits the shotgun snap. Now Noah DeWitt in motion, and DeWitt heads up field, and now this is going to be a penalty against East. Flag is down. Kerr's going to tuck it and run. He's going to be dropped at the 41-yard line, but... Uh, Noah DeWitt turned up field as he was heading in motion before the snap occurred. This is going to be against East. If this was a Canadian Football League, that would have been perfectly legal. Illegal shift is the call, so that'll make it a five-yard walk-off. Back to the 49-yard line of the Chicks. That's the fourth penalty for 20 yards tonight against the Chicks. Clock at 329. Now they wind the clock up. Chicks up to the line. DeWitt is split wide to the right. Wide left are Tegan Slink and Ethan Rosenberg. Kerr is in the gun. Man in motion is Rosenberg. Now he stops. Kerr's got the snap. Back to throw, they set the screen up. Loeb's got it, Loeb to the 50. Loeb tries to cut it up, and he'll be spun down at the 46-yard line. Brody Moss, and let's see. Marshall Johnson was in there as well. So they get back the penalty yardage, a gain of five on the, uh, on the screen to Loeb. Third and 10 chicks from the West 46-yard line. They need the 36 to move the chains. Again, East does not have a first down tonight. Two receivers on the right side, two on the left. Empty backfield for Austin Kerr. Kerr looks at a four-man front for the Ducks. And now we get a whistle, and we're going to get a timeout taken by Zeeland West. And the rain has started to fall here at Zeeland Stadium. We were hoping to maybe get through this night without any rain, but now the rain has started to fall. Game time temperature was 66 degrees. I know there's a cold front coming through tonight that's supposed to drop our temperatures into the low 40s for a low tonight. And then afternoon highs only around 50 for tomorrow. Clock at 225 here in the first half. Let's update you on some other scores. Muskegon leading Forest Hills Northern 14-0. We mentioned Rockford leading West Ottawa 14-6. The Panthers touched down on a 70-yard Caden Forbes run. Um, Spring Lake, who we saw last week, knocked Hamilton out of the playoffs. The Lakers are leading Big Rapids 7-6. Hudsonville and Granville tied at 7 apiece. Mona Shores has surged into the lead over Reese Puffer 15-7.
Still no score between Coopersville and East Grand Rapids. West Catholic all over Comstock Park, 35 love. Third and 10 chicks from the Ducks, 46. Kerr in the gun, gets the shotgun snap, is low. Kerr throws, got a man. It is caught by Noah DeWitt, and DeWitt, DeWitt is dropped. It's going to depend on the spot. I believe they're going to mark him a yard short of the first down. Trenton Bullhouse with the hit. It's going to be fourth and a yard from the 37-yard line, and the heavens have opened up here at Zeeland Stadium, and up go the umbrellas. So a fourth down here, and this is, they've got to go for it here. Chicks up to the line. Kerr's got Tyler Loeb to his right, single receivers on either side, four men across the front line for the Ducks. And now Joe Woodruff wants a timeout. Clock at 140 here in the first half. And West leading 20 to nothing. East with a big fourth down. More live streaming of more games in more sports can be found on the MHSAA.tv website. Nearly 600 Michigan schools are now streaming every game at every level from their gym, stadium, and other fields with Pixelot, the NFH Network's automated production solution. To watch live high school action from all over the state and to learn more, visit the MHSAA.tv website. That's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics and the Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. Chicks come immediately to the line after the timeout. Fourth and a yard from the 37 of the Ducks. Got an H back on the right side. Kerr's going to keep it over the right side. He plows ahead. I believe he got the first down. He did. That's going to be the first first down of the night for the Chicks, and that comes with 137 to go in the first half. First and 10, and Chicks quickly up to the line. Clock running at 128. Two receivers on the left. Kerr gets the shotgun snap from Quincy Tomey. Back to throw. Throws down the middle. He's got Rosenberg. It is caught at the 15. And Rosenberg is going to be spun down by Trenton Bohaus and Trey Slodock. But a nice throw down the middle by Austin Kerr that time. And Rosenberg has his first catch of the ball game. His 28th of the season. And they will mark it right at the 15-yard line. So a pickup of 20. And clock running at one minute to go. Two receivers on the right. H back on the right-hand side. Kerr gets the shotgun snap. Hands it off to Tyler Loeb. Loeb tries to get to the outside. Outside the numbers at the 10. He's to the 5 and knocked out of bounds. And I believe he will have enough. Actually, no, they're going to mark him. It looks like about a yard short of the first down. So Loeb got to the outside that time. He did get out of bounds to stop the clock with 49 seconds in the half. Second down and a yard from the Ducks' six-yard line. 49 seconds. Chicks with two timeouts remaining. Trying to get on the board before halftime. The Ducks will have the football to start the second half. Two receivers on the left side. And now we get a whistle and... West is going to take a timeout. That's their last timeout of the half. They want to get their defensive alignment straight. So second down and a yard. The ball is at the six-yard line. The East started this drive at the West 46-yard line. They picked up a first down on a, uh, on a 
on a run by Austin Kerr, and then Kerr connected with Rosenberg on a 20-yard pass play to put the ball in the red zone. And East just trying to get points on the board before, before halftime. And the rain continues to fall. It is windy. We've had, a, we've had a strong southwest wind at about 15 miles an hour. It's possible that that wind direction may switch here as this cold front comes through. In fact, I'm looking at the flag right now, and it's already happening. It looks like it's, the flag is now flying more out of the west to the northwest. Here we go, second and one from the six-yard line. Kerr in the gun. He's got Loeb on his left hip. Kerr's going to keep it over the left side. Kerr spins out of a tackle, and he is dropped at the two-yard line. What a spin move that time by Kerr on Orion Yant. And the ball came out. Trace Lonai picked it up, but the play was whistled dead. It's going to be first and goal to go. And where are they going to? It looks like they're going to mark it at the one-yard line. And the Chicks, I believe, took a timeout. So Kerr picked up five on that on that run. And now the Chicks are up to the line. They did not take the timeout. Second and goal from, or rather first and goal from the one. Kerr in the gun. Kerr's got it. Hands it off to Loeb off the right side. Loeb leans across. Did he get in? No, he didn't. He got stopped inches short. And Joe Woodruff's going to take a timeout. That'll stop the clock at 13 seconds left. The Chicks will still have one timeout at their disposal. Second down and goal. The ball marked inside the one-yard line of the Ducks. So basically, the Chicks have time for two more plays. They can run a play. They can take a timeout if they don't get in, and then they can run another play, and that would probably be it for the half. Rolando Roblin with two rushing touchdowns and Trenton Bolhaus with a quarterback sneak for another and that's been the scoring so far in this contest. The Ducks have scored on all three of their possessions. A lot of the timeout. Second down and goal from, from the one yard line of West. Kerr lines up in the gun. He's got Loeb to his left. Kerr's going to keep it up the middle. He is hit. He's not going to get in. He got he got denied. I believe that was Slodok. It was Trey Slodok. He drops Kerr, and Kerr might be hurt. Yeah, Austin Kerr is down right at the spot where he was tackled. And, uh, boy, as if anything else could go wrong for Zeeland East right now. Austin Kerr has had an outstanding senior season, accounting for close to 1,500 yards of total offense, 796 passing, 667 on the ground. Will Drenick, a freshman, is the backup quarterback, and he might have to come in. He'll have to come in for this next play. Clock is stopped at eight seconds to go in the half. The, the athletic training staff attending to Austin Kerr. And Kerr has Kerr's been a part of the varsity here at, at East since his sophomore season. Kind of an undersized kid, but man, is he tough. 
it'll be third and goal when the when third and goal from the one yard line and East just took its last time out. Kerr is up on his feet and uh, he is in considerable discomfort right now as he is being assisted off the field. I can't tell. It's not a leg or lower extremity injury. It might be a shoulder or arm situation with Austin. So the freshman, Charlie Drenick, is going to come in. And uh, he, Charlie hasn't seen a great deal of action this season. He's completed one of two passes for 16 yards and a touchdown. And he's carried the ball three times for three yards. Third and goal from the one-yard line. Yeah, Will Drenick, I we refer to him as Charlie. Charlie is his older brother. He played on the basketball team and graduated last year. Drenick is in the gun. He's got Tyler Lowe to his right on third and goal. Drenick gets the snap, rolls right, throws, and it is incomplete. Pressure put on by the Ducks that time. Clock stopped at four seconds left. And uh, Wyatt Borson brought friends that time. There were about three green jerseys, but Borson was the first one to get to Drenick. And now it's fourth down and goal. This will be the final play of the half, barring a penalty. Again, it was first and goal at the one a moment ago, and now it's fourth and goal. Drenick with, with Loeb on his left hip. Drenick's got it. Hands it off to Loeb off the right side. He fights his way in. He's in for the score. Touchdown, Zeeland East. On the final play of the first half, Tyler Loeb scores on a one-yard run, and the Chicks are on the board to make it 20-6. to six. And for Tyler Loeb, that is his 13th rushing touchdown of the season. And... They'll go for two, it looks like. Single receivers on either side. Drenick in the gun. He's got Loeb to his right. Now Loeb switches right to left. Toss sweep to Loeb. Loeb goes off the left side, and he's going to be dropped at the two-yard line. So they come up empty on the two-point conversion. That's the end of the first half here at Zeeland Stadium in this Division Three pre-district contest. It is the Ducks of Zeeland West 20. The Chicks of Zeeland East 6, you're listening to High School Football on 99.7 and 1450. WHTC, WHTC.com, and the WHTC app. producer Maura McCoy this is Greg Chandler here at Zeeland Stadium it is halftime in this division three pre-district contest and it is the Ducks leading the Chicks by a score of 20 to 6. Um, East took the opening kickoff they went three and out forced a punt and then West came back with a 52 yard eight play drive and it was capped off by a four yard touchdown run by Rolando Roblin 
The two-point conversion pass from Trenton Bolhaus to Trey Slothock was good, and the Ducks had the early lead by a score of 8-0. The Ducks then went forced another three and out on the Chicks' next possession. West got the ball back. They drove 49 yards in four plays. The big big play on that drive was a 40-yard run by Trey Slothock, and Rolando Roblin finished the drive off with his second TD, a one-yard run. Two-point conversion failed, 14-0. That's how the first quarter ended. West forced another three and out, East, um, then got the ball back. They put together a methodical eight-and-a-half-minute, 13-play, 71-yard drive, and it was Trent Bullhouse on fourth down on a quarterback sneak, sneaking it in from the one-yard line for the score. The two-point conversion failed, and that made it 20 to nothing. East came back, though, on the last drive of the first half. They drove 46 yards in 11 plays, and um, the last yard was probably the most difficult of all. They had a first and goal at the one, and they needed four downs to get that last yard. Finally, um, a one-yard plunge by Tyler Loeb on the final play of the half. The two-point conversion failed, and that made the score at the half 20-6 to in favor of the Ducks. And uh, But again, the situation for Zeeland East really... Uh, really difficult right now because Austin Kerr, their outstanding dual threat quarterback, was injured on the next to last play or rather the second to la next to last play of the first half and um, we don't know if he's going to be able to return to the contest but he was in considerable pain as he as he was uh, helped off the field so um, so uh, Will Drenick, uh, the, the freshman, played the last two snaps of the uh, of the first half and may have to go the rest of the way in this contest. Looking at some unofficial numbers uh, for the Ducks, 168 yards of total offense, 148 on the ground, 20 through the air for the uh, for the Chicks, 35 rushing yards and 42 passing yards. Um, Trace Lodox had a very strong first half for the Ducks. Unofficially, I have him for 97 yards on 10 carries. Uh, meanwhile, um, Tyler Loeb, the uh, East's leading rusher, has been limited to 18 yards so far in this contest. Taking a look at some other scores and some other playoff action going on tonight at Carlson Munger Stadium in Rockford, the West Ottawa Panthers, who won their last three ball games to get into the playoffs with a 4-5 and five record, had the unenviable task of playing against the Rockford Rams, who may be, may be the best team in any division in the state this year. Um, it is 21-6, and now Rockford has scored again, so they now have, have extended that lead to 27-6. The Rams leading the Panthers. West Ottawa's only score was a 70-yard TD run by Caden Forbes. That cut the lead to 7-6 late in the first quarter, but it has been all Rams since then as they have opened up that 27-6 lead. Down at Jarvis Memorial Field in Saugatuck. Saugatuck. The Trailblazers leading the Redskins of Saranac 35-7 as Songachuk trying to go to 9-1 on the season. Some other area scores. Muskegon leading Forest Hills Northern 21-0. It is Big Rapids over Spring Lake 12-7. How about this one? Hudsonville is leading Granville 14-7. West Ottawa beat Hudsonville. That was one of their signatures wins in that last, in that last run to help get themselves into the playoffs. It is Portage Central leading Byron Center 17-14. Grand Rapids West Catholic leading Comstock Park 42-0. It is Whitehall over Allendale 7-0. And Mona Shores leading Muskegon Reese Puffer 22-13. We're going to take a break, and coming up next, 
On our halftime show, we'll take a look at what's going on in high school sports around the state of Michigan with our friend John Ross of the Michigan High School Athletic Association. This week in high school sports is next. Your halftime score here at Zeeland Stadium, the Ducks of Zeeland West 20, the Chicks of Zeeland East 6. You're listening to high school football on 99.7 and 1450. WHTC, WHTC.com and the WHTC app. Back to Zeeland Stadium. Greg Chandler with you as the teams have made their way back out on the field. They have to go through their their uh, usual three-minute warm-up before we get the second half underway. And uh, we will then have the second half kickoff. Uh, Zeeland West will get the football as they won the coin toss, deferred their choice to the second half, and they'll get an opportunity to extend that lead. They lead it 20-6 over Zeeland East. Uh, the Chicks did score on the final play of the first half on a Tyler Loeb one-yard touchdown run, but uh, East has scored on each of its three possessions in this ball game tonight and uh, has done a really good job of, of, of methodically moving the ball downfield and, um, and punching the ball in the end zone. The winner of this ball game will play in the district final next week against the winner of the game between East Grand Rapids and Coopersville, and uh, that game has gone to the half. And we're, you you want to talk about an epic old school defensive struggle? You can't get anything better than this contest. It is no score between the Pioneers of East Grand Rapids and the Coopersville Broncos. Uh, East Grand Rapids tried a field goal right before halftime, but the Broncos blocked the field goal try, so no score at the half between East Grand Rapids and Coopersville. Um, the winner of this game will play the winner of the East Grand Rapids-Coopersville game next week for the um, district championship. We're going to take one final break before we have the second half kickoff. You're listening to High School Football on 99.7 and 1450. WHTC, WHTC.com and the WHTC app. And welcome back to Zeeland Stadium and um, just about ready to get the second half underway. Uh, West will get the football first. They won the coin toss. They, they deferred their choice. We had a little bit of rain in the second quarter, but um, that rain has ended for now. Uh, so the, the fans have put their umbrellas down. Hopefully we can get this get, get through the second half without any more of the liquid precipitation. Uh, join us for Hope College football tomorrow as the Flying Dutchman head to Kalamazoo College for the traditional wooden shoe rivalry. Mike Coleman and I will have the broadcast on the Lakeshore's 92-7th man beginning at 1230. Uh, join us for Detroit Lions football Monday night from Ford Field in Detroit as the Lions take on the Raiders of Las Vegas. Um, our pregame show will begin at around 7 o'clock with Dan Miller, Lomas Brown, TJ Lang, and company on WHTC, WHTC.com. And the Lions are going to try, have to try to bounce back from that shellacking they took at the hands of the Baltimore Ravens last Sunday to the tune of a 38-6 score. 
you now the Ducks are taking to the field. They're going to send their return unit out there. We're going to see Keaton Hendricks and Trey Slodok. Slodok's had a very big first half. Unofficially, have Slotok with 97 rushing yards on, on 10 carries. Actually, Slodok is going to be one of the up men. Rolando Roblin and Brandon Holman, the younger brother of Parker Holman, the All-State candidate who uh, suffered that season-ending injury in Week 5, back deep, awaiting the kick from Dylan Kilalea. The Ducks will work right to left across your radio dial. They're in the green jerseys with white numbers. The Chicks are in the white jerseys with brown numbers. Here's the run-up by Kilalea. And he sends it deep, and he'll send it out the back of the end zone. So the, the Ducks will scrimmage from their own 20-yard line. And this will actually be their worst field position to start a drive in this ball game. Their three previous drives started at their 48, the East 49-yard line, and their own 29. But they've scored on all three possessions. Trenton Bohaus comes out to lead the offense, the senior quarterback. Nathan Brower comes out over the ball. Bohaus will step in behind him. It's a straight T formation with two tight ends and a balanced line. Five men across the front line for the Zeeland East defense. Toss sweep right to, I believe that's Roblin with it. He's over the 25 to the 26-yard line. Check that, that was Trey Slotok on that carry, and that just put Slotok over 100 yards for the contest. Slotok's had a very strong game on both sides of the ball. Of course, he's one of those defensive stalwarts on, this, on the Ducks' defense. Pickup of six on first down, second and four Ducks. They scrimmage from their own 26-yard line. Bohaus looks at his backfield, three straight across the back. Here's the handoff to Roblin. Roblin with running room, and look out! Roblin in the clear! They're not going to get him! 30, 20, 10, 5, end zone, touchdown, Zeeland West! Rolando Roblin squirted out the backside of that defense at the 35-yard line, and with that sprinter speed, nobody was going to catch him. A 74-yard lightning bolt by, by Roblin. And the Ducks lead it 26-6. Well, Roblin has been contained for the most part in the first half. He never really got a big run, but he busted one that time. They'll go for two. Bullhouse under center. Toss sweep to, to Slodot. And Trey will get to the outside, and he'll walk in for the two-point conversion. The the. The Ducks completely wall off the interior there, and Slodok had a clear path to the end zone. So just 51 seconds into the second half, the Ducks have extended their lead. It is Zeeland West 28, Zeeland East 6. 
Health concerns in high school sports go beyond physical injuries. The mental well-being of our young people is a hotter topic than ever before. The Michigan High School Athletic Association website has resources to help adults and students recognize potential problems and deal with them in a positive way. You can learn more about these mental health resources on the health and safety page of the MHSAA website. That's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics and the Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. Well, Zeeland East has a lot of work to do. They are now down by three scores and only 23 minutes of football left to be played. Lucas Smith tees it up at the 40-yard line for the Ducks. DeWitt and low back deep for the Chicks. Here's the run-up by Smith. It's high and short. It'll be fielded at the 16-yard line. This is Loeb. Loeb to the 25, and he's out to about the 28-yard line. Brody Smyers down there on coverage that time for the Ducks. So once again, the freshman, Will Drenick, playing quarterback in for the injured Austin Kerr. They line up in the in the, in the gun. Here's a handoff. Eli Walcott got it, gets his first carry of the game, and he's over the 35 out to the 37-yard line. Pickup of nine. That's the first time we've seen Eli Walcott in this ball game. Walcott comes into the ball game with three, over 350 yards rushing and three touchdowns on the season. Chicks quickly up to the line, second and a yard from their 38-yard line. Single receivers on either side. Now they switch the H back from left to right. Here's the handoff. Noah DeWitt is in the ball game at quarterback, and he ran that for a first down. Out to the 46-yard line. So that was that's Noah DeWitt in the ball game right now. We saw... Will Drenick, the freshman, on the last couple of plays of the first half, but Noah DeWitt is now in the ball game. First and 10 for the Chicks from their 46-yard line. Two receivers on the right. DeWitt is in the gun. Here's the handoff. And Eli Walcott got maybe a yard, but no more than that. And there were a lot of green jerseys in the neighborhood. Trey Slothock was there. So was Mason Myers, a sophomore defensive lineman, number 63. Gain of a yard, second down and nine. Ball marked at the 48-yard line. Just shy of the 48. We'll call it the 47. Two receivers split wide right. Walcott lines up to the left of Noah, Noah DeWitt. And DeWitt's going to keep it, and he is swallowed up in the backfield. He's going to lose about four, maybe five. Brody Smyers, who's been one of the defensive leaders of this team all season long, busting through that time. Third. 
third down and 13. The ball marked at the 43-yard line. They, they need, East needs the West 44-yard line for the first down. Single receivers on either side. Rosenberg is split along the far sideline. DeWitt keeps it, and he is going to be hit for another loss. And again, that was Mason Myers. And that's a loss back to the 39-yard line, and East is going to have to punt the football. And with Austin Kerr injured, Kerr is their punter, so somebody else is going to have to punt the ball, and that somebody is going to be Noah DeWitt. Nobody back deep, and now Slothock does go back deep for the Ducks. DeWitt gets the snap, and he gets a good kickoff. It hits at the 20 and gets an east roll, and it's going to roll down inside the 10, down to about the 6-yard line. So Noah DeWitt on his first punt cranks a 55-yarder down to the 6-yard line. Nice job, young man. 7.38 to go here in the third quarter. It is Zeeland West 28, Zeeland East 6. So the Ducks will come out on offense. They needed just two plays to strike on their last possession. Hudsonville has extended its lead over Granville. It's the Eagles 21, the Bulldogs 7. Straight T formation. Trenton Bullhouse has got a full house backfield. Bullhouse gets the snap, hands it straight up the middle. I believe that's Hendricks, and he's out to about the nine-yard line. And we're going to get a flag at the end of the play. Brody Smyers of West pancaked Tyler Loeb. <laughs> I think it may the pancake may have come after the after the whistle sounded. Smyers is the tight end on offense, and of course he's a, a linebacker on defense. The flag, the, the the play was over, so the penalty will be assessed after the down. So they give, you get a gain of four for for Hendricks, and then the the penalty pushes it back to the five yard line. So it'll be second down. We'll call it 11. The ball back at the five-yard line. Well, 7.30 to go in the third quarter in this Division Three pre-district contest. 28-6 West in the lead. Bullhouse looks over the East defense. Bullhouse hands it off on the counter play. That's Slodock, and Trey is out to about the nine-yard line. Loeb was in there again, along with Garrett Whedon. Pick up a four for, for Slodock. Third and eight for the Ducks. They have it at their own nine-yard line. Now, they've, they have scored on every possession tonight. Straight T formation, two tight ends in a balanced line. Bullhouse looks over the East defense. Now a man in motion, that's Slodock. Bullhouse rolls out to his left to throw, throws for Slodock. Slodock goes high, he's got it! 
Slodok with a leaping grab at the 24 yard line in front of Tyler Loeb. That pass was a little high by Bolhaus, but Slodok climbed the ladder to get that one. First down by the, for the Ducks. So Bolhaus two for two in this game through the air for 35 yards, both of the completions to Slodok. Ball marked at the 24 yard line, first and 10 Ducks. Clock running, 6.15 to go in the third quarter. Bolhaus under center. Bolhaus hands it off left side. That's Roblin, and Rolando gets sandwiched at the 26. There are four white jerseys in the area. Stayhauer on the, on the tackle that time. Gain of two. Second down and eight. Ducks in no hurry. Ducks come up to the line. Full house backfield. And Full House rubs his hands together. Now steps in behind Nathan Brower, his center. Toss sweep right to Trey Slodock. Slodock. Slodok off the right side over the 30 to the 31 and gets spun down. And we're going to get a flag at the end of the play. This might be either a face mask or a horse collar tackle. Slodok got taken down kind of awkwardly on that play. We'll see what the officials call on this one. And Coach Woodruff is about six yards out onto the field. Trying to see if he can get an explanation from one of the gentlemen in the stripes. Now let's let's see what the call is. Horse collar tackle is the penalty against against East. That's going to be a 15-yard walk off. That'll move the ball up to the 46-yard line. Yeah, I didn't see who the tackler was, but uh, Slodok went down kind of awkwardly, but the tackle was right up around the neck area. Bolhaus gets the play from Coach Shilato, relays the play to his, to his team in the huddle. Clock running, 5.08 to go in the third, 28-6, Zeeland West in control. Full house backfield, Bolhaus under center. Mohaus steps behind, steps away from his center. He's been rubbing his hands a little bit. Now he, now he comes in behind Brower. Mohaus hands it off on the power sweep to Rolando Roblin. Roblin to the 45, rolling to midfield, and he's into East Territory. Down to about the 48-yard line. Pickup of six for Rolando. And that should put Rolando over 100 yards rushing. Both Slodok and Roblin now over 100 yards rushing in this contest. Second down and we'll call it five. The ball marked at the East 49-yard line. Straight T formation. Bowhouse under center. Trenton's got it, gives it to Brody Moss, his first carry of the ball game. Check that, his second carry, and he's knifed down at around the 47-yard line. Peyton Davis filling the hole there, number 33. 
And that'll make it, they'll mark it at the 48, so a gain of a yard for Moss. And Moss checks out of the ball game, third down and five. Actually, we'll call it third and four. The ball marked at the East 48-yard line. Winner of this game will play the East Grand Rapids Coopersville winner. That game, no score at the half over at Memorial Field in East Grand Rapids. Bullhouse under center. Got a full house backfield. Hands it off to Slodock off the right side. Slodock to the 45. Slodock breaks free. He's going to go all the way. 10, 5, end zone, touchdown, Zeeland West. Slodock went right, and he breaks free, runs to daylight. It's a 48-yard touchdown. It's now 34-6, to Zeeland West. And now the Ducks are five for five tonight. Five possessions, five touchdowns. Two-point conversion try upcoming. Toss sweep left to Rolando Roblin. Roblin tries to fight his way and he is in for the two points. So Rolando Roblin runs in the two-point conversion, and with 3.14 to go in the third quarter, Zeeland West has broken this game open. It is the Ducks 36, Zeeland East 6. And unofficially now, Trey Slodhock with 160 yards in this ballgame. He has had runs of, of 27, 40, and just a moment ago, a 48-yard touchdown run. Nearly 1,500 of the state's top student-athletes will be recognized for excelling academically and in school activities through the MHSAA Scholar-Athlete Award, underwritten by Farm Bureau Insurance. The applicants will be in the running for a total of 32 $2,000 college scholarships. Application materials are available exclusively online through the MHSAA website, and the deadline to apply is December 2nd. Don't miss out. That's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics and the Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. Lucas Smith gets ready to kick off for the Ducks. The kick is deep, and this is going to be fielded by Loeb at the 13-yard line. Loeb comes up to the middle, to the 20, to the 25. Loeb over the 30, and he is dropped down around the 35-yard line, and Brody Smyers in on that tackle again. Brody Smyers seems like he's everywhere. So the Chicks will scrimmage from their 35. And Noah DeWitt will stay in the ball game at quarterback. In case you just joined us, Austin Kerr, the, uh, the, uh, the senior quarterback for the Chicks, suffered an injury late in the first half. Uh, will Drenick, the freshman, finished out the half, and then Noah DeWitt now in, on for his second series at quarterback. DeWitt, normally a wide receiver, has been moved to quarterback. DeWitt gets the snap, hands it off to Loeb, and Loeb is going to be taken down at the 36-yard line. Wyatt Borson and, and Brody Smyers on the tackle that time. Gain of a yard, and uh, second down and nine, and uh, Loeb has just not been able to get going tonight. He's been the, the Chicks' leading rusher this season. He came in with 106 carries for 696 yards, so just under seven yards a carry, but he's had only one carry of more than three yards tonight. Second down and nine. 
Chicks from their own 36-yard line. DeWitt gets the snap, hands it off to Loeb on a power sweep left side. Now DeWitt cuts it up, and he is hit. And uh, DeWitt, I think, lost his helmet. Check that. That's um, Jonah Highbor lost his helmet, one of the linemen. And he's going to have to come out for one play. Smyers was again, again on that last tackle, and um, we'll give him a yard on that play. Third and eight for East from its own 37-yard line as we tick down toward two minutes to go here in the third quarter. Two receivers on the right side. DeWitt is in the gun. They switch the H back from right to left. DeWitt's got the snap, rolls out to his right to throw. Rolling, rolling, throws it deep, and it's going to be intercepted by Trenton Bowhouse. It was underthrown, intended for Tegan Slink, and Trenton Bowhouse, the quarterback, read that, read that play perfectly, and he picks it off at the Ducks' 46-yard line. So the Ducks will take over possession with 1.45 to go in this third quarter. So West now with their third possession. They've scored twice here on a 74-yard run by Roblin and a 48-yard run by, by Slodok here in the third quarter. Mohouse gets the play from the sideline, relays that to his team. Nathan Brower, oh, Nathan Brower out over the football. Bowhouse will step in behind him. Bowhouse backfield. They give it off to... Brandon Holman, who's now in the ball game at left halfback, and Holman is past midfield down to about the 48-yard line, so a pickup of six. Brandon Holman, just a freshman, the younger brother of Parker. Second down and four for the Ducks in Chicks territory at the 48, clock running at 118 here in the third, 36-6 west. Straight T formation. Bullhouse under center. Again, the Ducks taking as much time as possible. Bullhouse gives it up the middle to Keaton Hendricks. Hendricks is hit at the 45 and wrestled back. And oh, two point takedown that time for Parker Williams. And Williams is going to get flagged. The play was whistled, and Parker Williams drove Hendricks right into the ground. So that's good. That, that's just a little bit of frustration there. Personal foul, unnecessary roughness. That's going to be a first down for the uh, for the Ducks. Pick up of three on that play by by Keaton Hendricks, the Keaton, the junior fullback. They'll mark it at the thirty, right at the thirty-yard line. 51 seconds to go in the, in the in the third quarter. Here come the Ducks to the line. Bullhouse under center. Bullhouse has got it, hands it off. This is Brody Moss, Moss to the outside. Down inside the 20, inside the 15, down to about the 13-yard line. 
So Brody Moss almost busts one, and he's dropped at the 12, so a pickup of 18 for Moss. And that should be it for the third quarter here, down to 10 seconds. It's the end of the third quarter here at Zeeland Stadium. It is Zeeland West in control. The Ducks 36, Zeeland East 6. You're listening to high school football on 99.7 and 1450. WHTC, WHTC.com, and the WHTC app. Fourth quarter action underway here at Zeeland Stadium. The Ducks have the football first and 10 at the East 12-yard line. It is West 36, East 6. Trenton Bowhouse brings them up to the line. Bowhouse hands it off. And to about the 10-yard line. And that was Brody Moss on the carry. So a pickup of a couple. The winner of that game will play the winner of East Grand Rapids and Coopersville. And would you believe after three quarters, there is still no score between the Pioneers and the Broncos. In this age of high-powered offenses, you very rarely ever see a game get to the fourth quarter where there's no scoring. Second down and eight. The Ducks have it at the Chicks' 10-yard line. Rolando Roblin with three touchdowns tonight. West has scored on all five of their possessions. This is their sixth, second down and eight from the 10-yard line. Bowhouse under center, gives it up the middle to the five, to the end zone, touchdown, Zeeland West. And it's Brandon Holman, the freshman. And brother Parker, very proud on the sideline. A 10-yard run by, by Brandon Holman, and it's now 42-6 Ducks, and that should activate the running clock. Two-point conversion upcoming. 54 yards the drive. And they were they were helped along by a personal foul penalty. Bowhouse under center, hands it off, power sweep right side, and getting to the end zone. Following up his touchdown is Brandon Holman, and he's in for the two-point conversion. So with 11.07 to go, it is now Zeeland West 44, Zeeland East 6. You can keep up with everything MHSA on social media. Look us up on Facebook, Twitter, or is it X? Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube for tournament updates, event announcements, video highlights, and high school sports news from around the state. It's the best way to connect with the MHSAA every day. That's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics and the Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. Some other scores. It is Rockford 34, West Ottawa 6. Saugatuck leading Saranac 35-14. Good one between Mona Shores and Reese Puffer. The Rockets have cut the lead. It's the Sailors 22, the Rockets 20. Granville has come back on Hudsonville. They were down 21-7. The Bulldogs now lead it 22-21. Byron Center leading Portage Central 28-17. And Spring Lake leading Big Rapids 20-12. 
Lucas Smith gets ready to kick off for West. Here's the run up by Smith. Kick angled toward the near sideline, fielded by Loeb at the 13, Loeb to the 20, Loeb to the 25. Loeb tries to cut back, he's over the 30 to the 32 yard line. So the Chicks will come out on offense. Brody Moss made that last tackle. First and 10 for East from its own 32-yard line. Noah DeWitt comes in. DeWitt has gone all the way at, at quarterback in the second half because of the injury to Austin Kerr. Two receivers on the left side, one on the right. DeWitt has Tyler Loeb on his left hip. DeWitt gets the snap, hands it off. It's actually Brady White with the carry this time, and White is hit at the line of scrimmage. He's not going to gain yardage. A lot of green jerseys there. Brody Smyers led the charge there, and Smyers is going to check out of the ball game. As John Shilato is going to get some fresh faces in the ballgame, uh, Jonah Leslie, a sophomore linebacker, has checked in, number 23. Second down and 10. Chicks have it at their 32. Two receivers left, one to the right. DeWitt in the gun. He's got the low snap. He's going to keep it. And DeWitt up the middle to the 35, to the 40, and he'll have a first down out to the 43-yard line. Alex Steele made the tackle for the Ducks. Pickup of 11, though, for DeWitt. Ball marked. They'll give him to the 44, so we'll call it a gain of 12 for DeWitt on that carry. Clock running, 9.15 to go. The running clock is in effect with the, the margin of being at least 35 points. Two receivers left, one to the right. DeWitt is in, is in the gun. Noah gets the snap, hands it off to Loeb. Loeb outside the numbers at the 45, and he's close to midfield. So a pickup of about six that time. Second down and four. Eli Chavez, a freshman, just made that last tackle for the... Uh, yeah, Chavez is number 71. He's listed as a freshman, but man, he, he's a big dude. Second down and four, ball marked at midfield. Two receivers left, one on the right. DeWitt gets the snap, and he hands it off on the sweep. This is Loeb, and he'll have a first down close to the 40-yard line. And Nico... Mooncomb, a freshman, made the tackle that time, but not before a pickup of 11 and a first down to the 39-yard line. Well, the, the starters are pretty much out of the ballgame right now for, for Coach Shilato as he's trying to give some of the younger kids an opportunity at, at some action. Two receivers on the left side, one on the right. DeWitt is what got Eli Walcott. Here's a quick pass on the outside, and it is incomplete. They were trying to set up the bubble screen to Ethan Rosenberg, and the pass was low, and uh, Rosenberg couldn't hang on to it. Graduate, graduate, 
Second down and 10. The ball is at the 39 of the Ducks. Clock continuing to roll, 7.15 to play. 44-6 Ducks. West will be moving on to the play to the district final next week to play either East Grand Rapids or Coopersville. Two receivers on the right side, one on the left. Walcott lines up to the right side of Noah DeWitt. DeWitt gets the snap, hands it off to Walcott. Walcott to the 40, Walcott to the 35, and Walcott is down inside the 30 to the 26-yard line. So Eli finding an opening there. Picks up about 13, and that's going to be good enough for a first down. Walcott scored the late touchdown in the first meeting on a five-yard run. First and 10 chicks from the West 26-yard line. Two receivers on the right side, one on the left. DeWitt gets the snap. He's going to keep it up the middle. And Noah's to the 25, and he fights his way down close to the 20-yard line. Jonah Leslie on that tackle, and uh, Alex Steele was also in there as well. Pickup of six for DeWitt on that carry. Second down and four. The ball marked just outside the 20-yard line of the Ducks. We're under six minutes to go in this one. Two receivers on the left side, one on the right. DeWitt gets the snap. He's going to keep it. DeWitt gets spun around, escapes a tackle, and he is going to be dropped. He's, DeWitt will not go down. It takes about four green jerseys to finally bring him down. And we'll, they'll give him to the 19-yard line, it looks like. So it'll be a, a pickup of a yard, third down and three. DeWitt gets the play from Joe Woodruff and jogs back to the huddle. Split wide right is Will Versteg, young man that we saw on the basketball court last year. DeWitt gets the snap, hands it off to, to Loeb. Loeb around right end. He's to the 15, and he's down to about the 10. That'll be enough for a chick's first down. Keaton Hendricks on that tackle, but a pickup of nine for Loeb. It'll be first and goal to go at the 10-yard line. DeWitt lines up in the gun. He's got two receivers on the left, one on the right. The give is to Loeb. Off the left side, Loeb to the five, and Loeb will go into the end zone. Touchdown, Zeeland East. Tyler Loeb, his second TD of the night. His 14th rushing touchdown of the season with 4.17 to go. And that'll make it 44-12 in favor of the Ducks. Chicks will go for two. We've not, we have not had a kick conversion tonight. West never kicks our conversions, and this will be East's second try at a two-point try. East on the season came in 10 for 13 on two-point tries. Here's DeWitt rolling out to his right. He's going to keep it. He's going to scoot, and he'll go in. So Noah DeWitt runs in the two-point conversion, and with 4.17 to go, the uh, running clock is deactivated. 
And it's now Zeeland West 44 and Zeeland East 14. Looking for a score, a schedule, a story? MHSA.com has you covered with everything you need to follow high school sports in Michigan. And it works great on mobile devices and makes tournament information even easier to find. Plus, get all the feature stories and finals recaps right on the front page. Check out MHSA.com. That's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Promoting the value and values of educational athletics and the Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. Rockford now leads West Ottawa 41 to 6. That's gone to the uh, that's that is still in the third quarter by the way. Saranac has come back on Saugatuck. It's 35-21 Trailblazers. That's in the third. Muskegon shutting out Forest Hills Northern 35 nothing and uh, Grand Rapids West Catholic rolling a 70 burger tonight against Comstock Park. It is West Catholic 70, Comstock Park nothing. Here's the run up by Dylan Kilalea. The kick is away, taken on the five-yard line. This is Nico Munkon, and Nico is out over the 20 to the 21-yard line before being dropped by Peyton Davis. 4-11 left to play, and let's see if the uh, who the Ducks insert here. I think we might get a change at quarterback. We'll try and pick up some of the uh, these players that are. We're going to get a timeout. Zealand West takes a timeout with 4:11 to go. I think they're trying to decide who they're going to put in the ball game right now to to finish out this contest. So Zealand West will improve to seven and three on the season with the win tonight. Snapping a three-game losing streak, which was their longest in 15 years. The Chicks will end their season with a record of six wins and four defeats. And West will now be 5-1 and one in playoff games against their neighborhood rival. All right, here comes the Zeeland West offense, and um, it is Trenton Bullhouse is going to stay in the ball game at quarterback, but he I think he's the only starter. I think everybody else is a is a reserve. First and ten ducks from their own twenty-two yard line. They come out in the straight T. Bullhouse hands it off right side. To the 25, to the 30, and out to the 32-yard line, and that's that's Brandon Holman again, who just scored the last touchdown on a, a fresh into the game for the picks up 10. Let's see, Jacob McLaren is in the ball game at tight end, number 19. He's a junior. First and 10 for the Ducks from their 32-yard line. Bullhouse gets the play and jogs back to the huddle. Clock running at 3.40 to go. Again, the Ducks playing without Parker Holman and Isaac Vanderswag, two of their top running backs, but they have not let it affect them tonight. Bohal steps away from his center, now comes in behind Nathan Brower. Actually, we've got a different center in the ballgame right now. And Holman gets the handoff again out to the 33-yard line. Eli Chavez is, is in the game at center, the freshman. 
and he very likely will be the starting center next season with Brower graduating. Pickup of a couple for, for Holman. Second down and eight. The ball resting comfortably at the Ducks 34-yard line. Straight T formation. Jonah Leslie and Alex Stiller are also in the backfield right now for the Ducks. And we get we get movement, and the Chicks get back. Now, wait a minute. West is going to take a timeout. West spends their second timeout with 2.38 to go in this one. Only question now is what the final score is going to be. The rain has picked back up here, although I don't think it's falling with as much intensity as we had in the second quarter. Let's let's pick up some of these other scores here. Muskegon 41, Forest Hills Northern nothing. Whitehall 14, Allendale nothing. That's in the fourth quarter. That's a, a surprise. We saw Allendale earlier this year with their quarterback, uh, Tyler Sparks, who just put on a show against Hamilton. Second down and eight. Ducks have it at their 34. Coopersville has finally scored against East Grand Rapids. And here's a player breaking loose. He's to the 50, the 40. They're not going to get him. Brandon Holman, mark it up. Brandon Holman goes 66 to Paydirt. Well, his brother is graduating after this year, but there will be another Holman playing, playing in the backfield next season for the Ducks. And Brandon Holman with his second TD of this fourth quarter, a 66-yard gallop. And the Ducks now have 50 on the board. And that's the fourth time this season they have, they've gone over the half-century mark. They got 56 against Stevensville Lakeshore, 54 against Wyoming, and 68 against Holland. Straight T formation. Here's the handoff off the right side and going in for the two-point conversion. Jay Sean Woods, a junior, number 11, takes it in for the two-point conversion. And with 2.28 to play, it is Zeeland West 52, Zeeland East 14. The love of the game draws us to sports as players, coaches, spectators, and officials. For officials, it's a way to stay in the game they once played, to feel the thrill of putting on the uniform, stepping onto the playing surface, hustling to make the call, and building the relationships which can only be built in sports. If you still have that love for the game, we always need new officials. Register now at MHSAA.com. That's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics and the Holland Stations on Midwest Communications. Here's the kickoff by Lucas Smith. Tyler Loeb will take it at the 5. Loeb to the 10. Loeb to the 15. Loeb to the outside. He's to the 20. Outside the numbers at the 25 to the 30 along the far sideline. And Loeb finally brought down up close to the 40-yard line. 
And uh, they'll, they'll mark him at the 37, look, it looks like. Check that. They'll, they'll, they'll make it the 38. The running clock is back in effect with two minutes to go, so maybe time for two or three more plays before this game is over. Two receiver split wide left, one to the right. Here's the snap. Back to throw is, is DeWitt. He throws down the middle. Got a man. It's Ethan Rosenberg, and Rosenberg makes an over-the-shoulder grab down to the 31-yard line. Nice throw by DeWitt that time. And um, they'll mark it at the 32, so a 30-yard pitching catch. Rosenberg, his second catch of the night. Clock at 120 and running. Chicks do have all three timeouts remaining. Two receivers on the left, one on the right. DeWitt hands it off to Eli Walcott. Walcott is going to be hit for a loss back to the 35-yard line. And it was the freshman, Eli Chavez, breaking through that time. So a loss of a couple down under a minute to play. Second down and 12. The ball's at the 34-yard line. DeWitt gets the play from Coach Woodruff. This could be the last play of the ball game here. Down to, we're down to 45 seconds. Two receivers on the left, one on the right. DeWitt gets the shotgun snap. He's going to keep it. DeWitt to the 35. DeWitt tries to get to the outside. He's to the 30, to the 25, to the 20, 15, 10. Cuts back at the 5. And Noah DeWitt will go in for the touchdown for Zeeland East with 25 seconds left. So a 34-yard run by Noah DeWitt, who's play, who's, he has played very well here under very trying circumstances here in the second half. It's now cut the lead to 52-20, to 20, so the, uh, the running clock is off now as the heavens are opening back up again. Two-point try upcoming. Two receivers on the right side, one on the left. DeWitt's going to keep it up the middle, and he'll go in for the two-point conversion. So with 25 seconds remaining... At Zeeland Stadium, it's now Zeeland West 52, Zeeland East 22. So we're going to have the kickoff, and uh, assuming West gets one more play, they will probably take a knee to end this ball game. So right now, the way things are set up, if, if that score holds up with Coopersville, Leading East Grand Rapids, they lead 7-0 in the fourth quarter. Westwood hosts Coopersville next week right here. Yeah, East Grand Rapids had the higher point total, so if East wins, Zeeland West would travel to Memorial Field next week, but if Coopersville hangs on, the Ducks will host the Broncos. Here's Dylan Kilolea's kick. It's going to be taken at the. It's going to be taken and fumbled at the ten yard line, and now going to a knee at the twelve yard line. That was that was Holman. 
And they, they've started the clock back up. They, at this point, it really doesn't matter. I don't think they're going to get a chance to run a player, and this ball game is over. The Zealand West Ducks playing in the state playoffs for the 14th consecutive year. They win it over Zealand East tonight. The final, the Ducks 52, the Chicks 22. We'll take a break and come back with our post-game show. You're listening to High School Football on 99.7 and 1450. WHTC, WHTC.com, and the WHTC app. Welcome back to Zeeland Stadium as the rain continues to fall here and the fans make their way out of Zeeland Stadium. And uh, Zeeland West is on its way to playing in the Division Three District Final next week as the Ducks defeat their neighborhood rival, the Zeeland East Chicks, tonight by a final of 52-22. to And um, West took control of the game early after the Ducks forced a three and out on East's first possession. The Ducks drove 52 yards in eight plays. Rolando Roblin with the final four yards for the score. Two-point conversion pass from Trenton Bolhaus to Trey Slothot. Good. Eight-nothing. Ducks had the early lead. Ducks then forced a three and out on East's next possession. They got the ball near midfield. They drove 49 yards in four plays. Uh, the big play in that drive was a 40-yard run by Slothock. And again, it was Rolando Roblin taking it in, this time from a yard out. The two-point conversion failed, 14-0 Ducks with the lead. Later on in the first half, the Ducks put together a methodical 71-yard, 13-play drive that took up eight and a half minutes of the clock. And it was a quarterback sneak by, by Bullhouse for the final yard. And that made it 20-0 in favor of the Ducks. Zealand East came back with a uh, drive of 62 yards and 11 plays at the end of the first half. Tyler Lopes scored on a one-yard run on the final play of the half. The two-point conversion try failed at the half. It was 20-6 in favor of West. Um, West got the football to start the second half, and it didn't take long for them to strike again. Rolando Roblin on the second play from scrimmage in the half Dashes 74 yards to Pater. Slothock ran in the two-point try, 28-6 Ducks. Later on in the in the third quarter, another big run. This one, Trey Slothock went 48 to Pater. Roblin ran in the two-point try, 36-6 West. Then in the fourth quarter, Brandon Holman, the freshman, scored on a 10-yard run. That made it 44-6. That activated the running clock. Um, the Chicks came back with a with a with a Tyler Logue ten yard TD run that made it 44 to 14. Then Brandon Holman struck again a 66 yard gallop for the freshman, who very likely will be placing his brother in the backfield next year. That made it 52 14. And then Noah Dewitt closed out the scoring for the Chicks with a 34 yard run with 25 seconds to go, and that made the final Ducks 52, Chicks 22. And looking at the numbers tonight. Thanks to, uh, by the way, to Brent Kingshot of uh, the Zealand West Statistician for supplying us with our with our official stats. Uh, the Ducks had 16 first downs tonight to the to 11 for the Chicks. Rushing game, the Ducks pile up 413 yards on 42 rushing attempts. 
the Chicks, they, they didn't do a bad job running the ball either. They had 147 yards on 29 attempts. Passing yardage, 73 for the Chicks, 35 for the Ducks. Total offense, 448 for West, 220 for East. Uh, third down conversions, 4 of 7 for the Ducks. Chicks, 1 out of 8. Uh, the Ducks were perfect on red zone opportunities, 4 for 4 in this ball game. Uh, individual numbers. For the Ducks, Trey Slotok, 161 yards on 14 carries. Rolando Roblin, a, a 103 on 10 carries. Brandon Holman in late action, 94 yards on 5 carries. For the uh, for the Chicks, Noah DeWitt, 57 yards on 6 carries. Tyler Lowe, 56 on 12. And in the passing game, Austin Kerr was 5 out of 8 for 43 yards for the Chicks before he was injured late in the first half. He did not return. Noah DeWitt um, finished the game out at quarterback. DeWitt was 1 of 3 passing for 30 yards. Uh, Trenton Bohaus threw only 2 passes for the Ducks. He completed both of them to Slodock for a total of 35 yards. And let's see, defensively... Um, on the west side, Brody Smyers had nine tackles tonight. Uh, Tyler Loeb led the Chicks with seven, while Peyton Davis had six. So we're going to take a break and come back with more of our post-game show from Zeeland Stadium. Again, Zeeland West advancing with a 52-22 win over Zeeland East. You're listening to High School Football on 99.7 and 1450. WHTC, WHTC.com, and the WHTC app. And welcome back to our post-game show from Zeeland Stadium where the Ducks of Zeeland West defeated the Zeeland East Chicks tonight, 52-22. to The Ducks will play the winner of the pre-district contest between East Grand Rapids and Coopersville next week. And that game going on right now at, at Memorial Field in East Grand Rapids. And for nearly the entire night, that game was an epic defensive struggle. There was no scoring in the first three quarters. And finally, Coopersville broke through and scored with about seven minutes to go in the game. They took a 7-0 lead. East Grand Rapids came back and tied it, but Coopersville has scored again with just under three minutes to go. So it is Coopersville 14 and East Grand Rapids 7. If that score holds up, Coopersville will be coming here to Zeeland Stadium next week for the district final. If East Grand Rapids comes back and wins, the Ducks will go to Memorial Field for the district um, for the district final game. So that's that game is still in the balance. Again, it's Coopersville 14, East Grand Rapids 7, with about two minutes to go in that ball game. Up at up at Carlson Munger Stadium in Rockford, the West Ottawa Panthers had a big game tonight against the uh, the powerhouse Rams of Rockford High School. Rockford opened the scoring with a quick touchdown. West Ottawa got on the board on a 70-yard TD run by Caden Forbes late in the first quarter. The Panthers only trailed 7-6, but then Rockford got rolling. They have not allowed the Panthers to score since, and with about two minutes to go in that one, it is Rockford 48 and West Ottawa 6. So the Panthers are going to end their season with a record of four wins and six losses, but... Um, Give a shout-out to Coach Pat Collins and the Panthers. This was a team that was 1-5 after six weeks. They had to win their last three games, including a win against Hudsonville, a team that made the playoffs. And we'll talk about Hudsonville's game in just a moment. But uh, uh, 
big shout out to the Panthers for uh, for for maintaining their character and putting together a nice surge. And you know they were just simply overmatched tonight against the Rockford Rams. Checking some other scores down at Jarvis Memorial Field in Saugatuck. Fourth quarter, it is the Trailblazers of Saugatuck 42 and Saranac 21. Uh, assuming that score holds up, Saugatuck will play either White Pigeon or, let's see, or Centerville next week. Um, some other scores. Muskegon. Um, in the fourth quarter, leading Forest Hills Northern, 41 to nothing. It is Whitehall, 28, Allendale, nothing. That's in the fourth. Spring Lake and Big Rapids, they are tied at 20. That's in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter, it's Mona Shores, 29, Reese Puffer, 20. Great game tonight in Granville between two OK Red rivals. Hudsonville had a 21-7 lead against Granville. The Bulldogs came back with two scores, and on the second try, they went for two and got it, and the Bulldogs win it 22-21 over Hudsonville. Byron Center has defeated Portage Central 42-23. Grand Rapids West Catholic big over Comstock Park tonight by a final of 70 to nothing. And let's see if we can pick up some other scores here before we before before we, we go off here. Oh, let's see here. Mona Shores defeated um check that. Yeah, Mona Shores Reese Puffer has now gone final 29-20. Mona Shores wins it. Forest Hill Central defeated Lowell 35-20. The Rangers will play either, either Mount Pleasant or Northview in the next round. Caledonia in a wild one tonight at Ralph E. Myers Football Stadium. The Fighting Scots put a 70-burger on the board against Portage Northern. Caledonia 72, Portage Northern 30. Wow. I had a chance to see Caledonia earlier this season in a game at the Big House against Romeo. they got a very talented team. This is a team that went to the Division I finals last year at Ford Field. They dropped down a division. They had a, 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 a really tough schedule in the OK Red. But they're uh, look out for Caledonia come um, playoff time this year. And let's see if we can pick up some other finals. Grand Rapids Catholic Central at last check leading Benton Harbor 42-6. That's at the end of three quarters. And um, Oak Ridge defeated Belding tonight by a score of 13 to seven. And let's see, that's all we got. All we got right now. Let's take one final break and come back to wrap things up here from Zeeland Stadium on our postgame show. You're listening to High School Football on 99.7 and 1450, WHTC, WHTC.com, and the WHTC app. Back with you one final time here at Zealand Stadium, and I'm looking down on the field, and several of the Zealand East players are still out right at midfield, and uh, uh, trying to just soak in those final moments and uh, in in their careers as uh, high school football players. And uh, you know, it's always tough when you when when that last game comes, and uh, and uh, there there is no more football after this um, for for most of these guys. There's there might be a uh, two or three guys that might continue to play at the collegiate level, but uh, for most of these guys, that is the end of the line as far as their 
uh, playing careers is done. But uh, they they have made so many memories with their with their friends, and uh, you know memories that that will last a lifetime for them. Join us for high school football next Friday night. I presume this will be we'll have Zealand West for you as they play either East Grand Rapids or, or Coopersville. That we do not have a final yet on that game. Again, the last check we had, Coopersville was leading 14 to seven with about a couple minutes to go in that one. But we will be either here at Zealand Stadium or at Memorial Field in East Grand Rapids, depending on the outcome of that Coopersville-East Grand Rapids game. Join us for Hope College football tomorrow as the Flying Dutchman take on the Kalamazoo College Hornets in the battle for the wooden shoes. Join us from Angel Field in Kalamazoo. Mike Coleman and I will have the call beginning at 12.30 with kickoff at 1 o'clock on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. Join us for Detroit Lions football Monday night from Ford Field as the Lions take on the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Join Dan Miller, Lomas Brown, TJ Lang and company for the play-by-play beginning at 7 o'clock with the pregame show. Kickoff at around 8.15 from downtown Detroit as the Lions try to continue this magical run through the NFL season right here on WHTC. A lot of folks to thank who made our broadcast possible this evening. We'd like to thank the folks at Zeeland West High School as they were the host school tonight for this uh, crosstown matchup. Thanks to Athletic Director Jordan Banstra, Administrative Assistant Leslie Brookhouse, and we'd also like to thank the folks at Zeeland East as well for their help this season. Uh, thanks to Athletic Director Josh Glarum and Administrative Assistant Gina Brookhouse. Thanks to Maura McCoy back at the studio, the real McCoy, for turning the dials and making sure we stayed on the air. And as always, we thank our business partners who help bring these games to you. We wouldn't be able to bring them to you without their support. Most of all, we'd like to thank you for tuning in on this cool and wet Friday night. Hope you enjoyed the broadcast. If you're a Ducks fan, hope you enjoyed the final outcome. That will do it from Zealand Stadium. This is Greg Chandler saying so long. Our final score tonight, the Zealand West Ducks, 52. The Zealand East Chicks, 22. You've been listening to High School Football Action on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC and WHTC.com. Area high school football coverage is brought to you by our sponsors. OK Tire Stores, Sales Heating and Cooling, Glenda's Lakewood Flowers, and Central Park Law. Gridiron Action is also presented by Holland Aquatic Center, Van Weeren Hardware, Googs Pub and Grub, and Russ's Restaurants. Visit WHTC.com and take a look at our sports schedule for upcoming broadcasts of local area high school football sports on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC and WHTC.com.